It's that time of the week again. Terrace House Thursdays, episode 26, part three, episode two, internationalization at once. I'm joined by my buddy, Ted Trendacosta. The title for once is actually straight on. Yeah. Um, which, which, which was nice. Um, so three new members that come in, um, Vivi, Kai, and Tupas. Our uh, Hall of Famer, Pepe, leaves. Uh, Pepe will go down as a Hall of Famer in Terrace House history for what he did um, for, for, for this series, uh, which was really not headed in a good direction. Mm-hmm. Um, let's just talk about Pepe first because he's my favorite of all time. Yeah. Uh, I was bummed out when he left. Uh, with that said, uh, I'll remember him more as the savior. Maybe that wasn't his role or he didn't envision mm-hmm. himself being the savior. But the way that he just made the show more interesting – uh, after just a terrible first six, uh, I'll always be happy for him uh, for that. But what what are your thoughts on Pepe? Yeah, he, uh, I mean, he's like, we've said it multiple times, but he's, he like fixed a lot of the problems we were having of just a dull and boring cast. Whereas like in part one, it was just kind of like, I don't really care about half of these people, maybe even more. And then, you know, fucking kenny leaves thank god for that and you know we it's you get the like the complete opposite of what kenny was and it's pepe and you're like oh maybe this is a little more tolerable now maybe i'm more this is more watchable than it was before because like that part one was like like hell aloha state part one was more interesting than this one a hundred percent yeah no i i remember being like hooked right into aloha state which is funny because, and this is where I'm going to mix it up, and for any diehard Terrace House fans out there that have already called me a fraud but continue to listen, thank you for listening. But also, I forgot which one it was, the house where they were in the middle of the woods. Opening um, new doors. Opening new doors. I just remember watching like the first two episodes, and they were very boring. And I was like, there's no way I'm going to keep watching this. That's how I got into Aloha State. Even mm-hmm. though opening no new doors, I've heard, is a lot better than Aloha State. Well, everyone's slow start. Everyone says Aloha State's the is the black sheep, the really bad one. For I don't I don't know why people say it. I thought it was fine. I think opening new doors is a little less interesting, but that's just mm-hmm. me. Yeah, I mean it's like I, I said, I wanted a new show to watch on Netflix. I've always wanted to go to Hawaii. Boom. I just wanted scenics of that. Mm-hmm. And and I got it. Um but yeah, so so Pepe leaves, we move on. Uh, not an emotional goodbye. In fact, I'm going to do this a little early. Uh, I didn't notice this at first until a panelist said it, but Emika using his manga as a coaster. Oh, Rio says something about it. I, 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 I guess I missed it. it. They have like a really tight shot of it, and Rio like immediately noticed it, and like as they're posing for the picture, he turns and says, isn't she the worst? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. For that, automatic F. Automatic F <laughs> for the episode. Um, you don't do that with the guy leaving. Yeah. You don't have anything else. Mm-hmm. There's no table weights. There's nothing else. Yeah. I Well, we should, like, Pepe and Rio do have, like, another little heart-to-heart bromance type situation before that, too. Right. And it's, yeah. uh, you know, he talks about the point of the show, which is interesting in a show where they talk about the point at the top of the show. <laughs> and it's interesting that like Pepe kind of confused, like, cause like kind of the point of Terrace House is to like find love is kind of the way it was pitched before. 
and I guess it might have had changed how it progressed. Because Pepe talks about how it's like it's it's the like like you said you mentioned before that like Pepe there's no point where Pepe and Rio ever meet in any regular setting in without Terrace House and like Pepe kind of brings that up he's like I think the point of the show is to just meet people you wouldn't have met mm-hmm. it's more about meeting people that like you never would have seen right which you I know, thought I'll was be, interesting yeah no and like I said you know Saint Pepe um, he'll always be great in my book but that's just how you know vanilla that scene was to be honest with you i didn't find it as prophetic or whatever but oh no i just thought it was interesting you know it's like it's they they, because they're speaking in english for one last time Mm -hmm. it's you know i thought it was interesting a little but maybe that's me being a little more you know looking underneath than i need to is their front door an elevator because that's insane like that's i don't yeah i don't know what it is i think it's like I honestly don't know. I think there's stairs. I haven't like really taken a good look at yeah, like, could be a, like yeah. if there's like a, like a, like where a seam would be for an elevator. Right. Cause it just looks like there's a sliding door. Like it's a loft type situation. Right. Well, I like to assume that it's an elevator um, where it's kind of like, remember the old major league movies? Yeah. I think the first one where Jack Taylor goes up into to the to the woman's apartment or whatever and it's just an elevator oh, yeah, yeah. that just opens the door oh, which i know you're very rich but like yeah right and like how you know how how places don't get robbed more often I, i'll never understand that because you were just able to go right into somebody's house um but yeah so that that, that really puts a bow on pepe uh like i said high marks for the guy uh and if you want to hear what i have to say on pepe i went in on him uh the last episode but you know overall uh he, he holds a high, high place in my heart um and, you know, he saved the show. So, you know, mm. kudos to him. Now, um, you know, moving forward, you've got three new uh, castmates. First one, and it's the, the final uh, girl joining Emika and Hannah. That's Vivi, uh, Russian, um, aspiring actress and model, speaks yeah. English, uh, obviously speaks her native Russian, and speaks very good Japanese, at least mm-hmm. according to what the other two girls say, but I liked her introduction, and I don't know if it's a Western thing or just a European thing, but Pepe had a good introduction, now Vivi does too. Yeah, uh, I'd like to say that they just both happen to be foreign and had good introductions, like it's not because they are foreign, um, but, you know, right off the bat, she was she was very, um, she was very alluring, she was very, uh, she was a breath of fresh air, and very high energy, I liked it. Yeah, the panel had talked about how she was, like, very confident about herself. But when they were doing the, like, intro before, because they have little vignettes they do mm-hmm. before they actually join, they were like, oh, she seems so confident. They talked about, it's like, oh, she even said she'll bring all three boys back. So I don't know if she's really that confident or, you know. But uh, she goofed me. She did a little funny bit when she entered the house, only spoke English mm-hmm. for, like, I don't know, five minutes maybe. Right. And I, like, she's like, why would they do this? Why would the producers pick someone who only would speak English? <laughs> and like, and like, you kind of saw panic on Emika's face. She's like, oh no, I won't be able to communicate with this person. Right. And Hannah was like, I barely speak English. And they asked her, like, do you speak Japanese? And she answered in Japanese. It's like, oh, how do you think my Japanese is? And I was like, yeah. all right, you got me. I was about to blast the producers, but she got me. She clowned me. I thought it was very, uh, I thought it was very like, I I thought it was a good introduction to like the type of person she might be, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I there's didn't a like whole anything else about her really. 
Right, and I guess we'll talk about this later with there being a whole subreddit about how Terrace House is catering towards the Western world and like getting Maybe. more international. Um, but yeah, she was she was pretty cool right on. Um, I couldn't stand, maybe this is just me, I'm off the Hannah bandwagon. I mean, I was on it for maybe like 15 minutes on the first pod, but yeah. I mean, just, you know, I've got no problem. You don't want to answer the door, but she just acts like a child, man. Yeah, like, I can't stand the laugh. Nothing good. I wonder if it's like how she was brought up in like non, like in a setting that she's not used to, you know, just trying to like see it from her point of view. Cause if I was in that situation, maybe I would also, I wouldn't like, obviously wouldn't look and act like that but i'd be like i'm not really comfortable i would voice that i'm not comfortable answering the door not be right. a weird giggly mess you know but like i didn't think that was too offensive i thought when kobayashi showed up okay mm-hmm. uh when he showed up i thought that was a little more annoying on hana's front because she was yes. very boisterous and like had like this huge energy that wasn't like a comfortable energy to me right because now a boy is coming like mm-hmm. that's i think that's why she got extra excited yeah. uh, but even before we get to him showing up you know the three girls start talking about rio and hannah puts him on the pedestal yeah which is funny because emica's just sitting back and letting hannah unveil the crazy which yeah. was really <laughs> nice to see like she's very smart she's like yeah. i'm gonna show that this girl is nuts Mm-hmm. and that's what's going to happen and Vivi this is your first impression you're going to think that she's head over heels for her but in fact I'm the one that's actually hooking up with Rio well, like to you know jump onto that and uh, like to bring up something that's gonna that happens at the end of the show but it's still the same kind of conversation Hannah does bring up like how she'd feel if Rio and Vivi like hung out or got together right it was very like I don't know what I'd do I maybe I'd kill you or something yeah it's, really i don't know what it is about her and why like i don't like maybe that's a thing you say in japan i don't know but that was it the her interaction at the end of the episode when she's talking about you know rio and vivi i was it was an uncomfortable thing and i maybe they cut it weird i hope they do and she's not she's not that weird but you know well, go. listen, there's an explanation for it. And the explanation is she's not funny. All of her jokes that she said, or even anything that she said in jest, is just bombed. She's been terrible with that. Um, and, and what's so frustrating about Hannah is that she doesn't pick up on Rio's subtleties, but she also doesn't pick up on when Rio is just being forward, or like at least mm-hmm. showing that he's not interested. Uh, that's number two. And number three, it's not like she didn't have a chance. She's the one that gets shy. She's the one that doesn't put herself forward in the situations to try and break out of her shell and, and approach Rio and be the aggressor. I shouldn't say aggressor because it's supposed to be a relationship, yeah. but you know, doesn't initiate um, conversation, doesn't initiate interest, doesn't do much. And I think Rio, because he's a very nice guy, doesn't know how to let her down easily. Cause that's the thing. If he just rejects her straight up, he still has to live with her for mm-hmm. however, how many weeks. Yeah. You know, and like, regardless if he's on the road with his team or not, he's still coming home and she's there. They're still in the same building. So that's tough to do. But the fact that she hasn't picked up on it yet is really annoying. And I, pardon me for Hannah when they introduced that there were going to be two new uh, guy cast members coming in. I hope that she would fall for one of them or like pursue either one of them instead of just continuing to stay for real. You know, and it, it, at least on this episode, and this is the only episode that I've seen, 
with this new cast, uh, and we haven't even seen Rio come back yet and interact with the guys, um, we haven't seen that. We haven't seen her take an interest in Kai or Tupas or, you know, either one of them or at least complimenting them uh, for the most part. So I, I don't know. I think Hannah's just stuck right now, and I don't think um, she's really doing herself any favors. I wonder if she's just tunnel-visioned Andrea and just when an opportunity arises to just talk with any of the other boys, both, you know, potentially with the new ones or even, and but with also the old ones that we saw, she never really made an effort, not even to just like pursue them, but just like be very, just like get to know them or just right. be friendly. It was anytime we ever saw them interact was just at the table with like one or two other people also at that table. And like, I think it's just more telling that she's, uncomfortable with like maybe male friends who aren't in her sphere of wrestling and trying to relate in that sense is difficult for her and then on top of that she hasn't really been in a relationship and she doesn't really know how to act like that she then kind of goes into this mode I guess that is very focused on one person and just be this act how you think boys want you to act which right. is this shy like shy like ooh, please like you know notice me and you make the effort and like she's not picking like you said not picking up on the subtleties which is funny and I mean I could only speak for myself and I mean I've been in a relationship for seven years so it's not like I have any other expertise but like I know a bunch of guys actually enjoy when you know the woman initiates stuff and like she's her own her own person and like does not try to be the stereotypical well this is what I've heard guys like so I will try and imitate this and they're just themselves mm -hmm. and I don't think like you said I think she's she's caught between uh being herself and being who she thinks a person like real would like and that's or, been her biggest problem or just how like liking someone's supposed to look you know what I mean not just like ooh, it's got like I like you, so let's figure that out. It's more like, you know, hey, let's hang out, you know, maybe let's hang out. She's not upfront about it. Like, I think she was even wishy-washy when Rio and her went to the, like, bathhouse or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, 100%. So the next new cast member is Kai. He comes in. Uh, wearing this awesome Phoenix Sun starter jacket. He's from Arizona, but he's lived in Thailand, Malaysia, and Vietnam. And before we go in on the starter jacket, which I know we both love, how about him bringing wine for everybody yeah. else too? That was very nice. I said, uh, I did. I wrote down that Kobayashi bringing wine is a big time energy that I'm all about. I thought, and like he brought some American like snacks too, but like yeah. it was very like, like they were both, like both him and Tupas were very formal when they entered. Too much more so than Kobayashi, but like it was more like I didn't want to come empty-handed. Like, and I, it's I don't know if the wine was good or not, but like everyone wanted to drink the wine, so it was very nice. I did think it was weird that both Vivi and Hannah stayed upstairs for I don't know how long, and let Emika deal with Kobayashi for I don't know how long. They were probably talking smack about Emika. Like Hannah was probably saying, listen, I can't stand her. Um, the camera's not here. This is what I really think. She's taking my Maybe. man. Like she's terrible. Um, that's my theory. But you're right. Yeah. I mean, 
of course, Hannah never comes off good, so it doesn't matter anyway. Uh, yeah. But yeah, no, with 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 Kai, uh, you know, he so he's half half American, half Japanese. Dude uh, looks born and raised tall. He does. He yeah, looks and, and tall. He does. He definitely. I'm sure he was a basketball player back in the day, or some sort of athlete. But yeah. uh, the one thing that I wrote down in my notes specifically, and I didn't write a lot of notes this week, was that he's a stand-up comic, and the girls go nuts about it. I know. And, I think it's and then really they cool. don't know. And then they ask him, "Who's your favorite?" And he goes, "Chris Rock." You know, one of the most prolific comedians of all Famous, time. Right. Exactly. Famous stand-up comedian, and they go, oh, "I don't don't know who that is." Chris. Chris who? And he's been in movies. Yeah. You know, like he's, it's not like he's a one-trick pony. Yeah. And I'll so, say this. I don't know if they watch this show, that it could just be me watching it, but it's a very popular show. They do, uh, it's a variety show. And then once a year, they do this whole big six-hour bit, at, like a six-hour like special for the New Year's. One year, someone dressed up as Chris Rock from uh, Beverly Hills Cop. Oh, boy. You Not know, with the... <laughs> Not with the blackface, right? Oh, so boy. like it's like he's in, he's like in there culturally, like people are aware of him. Yeah. So it's not like the fact that they don't like the name doesn't even ring a bell is a surprising thing. Yeah, that was more alarming. Um, and I guess they found the three people in the world who don't know who Chris Rock is. Yeah. Which was interesting about that. Um, but, you know, Ted, just throwing it out there. If they're going nuts about a stand-up comedian, I mean, if you ever want to cast yourself to go to Terrace House or something. Yeah, I do want to say this, uh, because uh, Kobayashi does mention that he was, th- the reason why he's a stand-up comedian is that he was feeling in a, in a funk, he was feeling depressed. Right. And my immediate response to that was like, well, you know, most people just say all comedians are just, all stand-up comedians are just depressed, and they use stand-up as a way to voice it. Right. Without coming off as sad. You know what else was interesting about it, too? So when Pepe came on, when Coyote came on, and you look at even, you know, the sad samurai in Aloha State eating Kai, um, when they say what their profession is, they'll ask them, how long have you been doing this? And it's usually for a few years. Yeah. He just started stand-up comedy when the show aired, or at least when he entered the show, five months earlier. Mm-hmm. So he's he still an amateur. Started like before the like a month or two before. No, he started when the show had started. Right. It's interesting though. I will say this: that he is trying like because the reason why they're very surprised that he was a stand-up comedian is that like solo act, solo acts in general, like in for like in Japan, don't they don't work in the context of the way people receive it a lot the vast majority of stand-up acts are duo acts where it's there's a straight man and a funny man it's very it's still very um shoot what was it vaudeville type right humor they still have that very physical aspect and very like call and response between two people so i thought it was just interesting to have like in the face of like in you know japanese culture a a stand-up comedian who is just a stand-up by himself and like the only time you really do stand stand up by yourself is, I'm gonna butcher this word, but it's when you become a Rangoku, which is essentially like you're a storyteller, and you that's really more of a solo act than you know a stand up would be traditionally. Right. So I think this is also the second entertainer that wasn't an actor or actress to come on, and I'm thinking of Wes. 
from Aloha State, and I could be wrong with other uh, series. I, I guess Eden Kai counts. Right, Eden Kai, right. So, so you've got Eden, you've got Kenny, you've got, um, you know, now you've got Kai, you've got Kai. However you want to call him. Right, exactly. Um, but it is interesting to see stand-up comedy. But yeah, I, you know what? I'm more interested he, in the stand-up comedian more than like anyone else. Just to see how he fares in like just, you know, trying to work in Japan. Same. Right. And I think what's going to be interesting about that is I wonder if he's going to try and workshop jokes and see if they actually land in Japanese. Because, I mean... Regardless of the language barrier, I'm sure he has premises in mind or he has jokes in mind that he wants to test out. Yeah. But I don't know what the comedy club scene is like in, in Shibuya or Tokyo or, you know, Ginza, mm -hmm. wherever. I don't know what it's like. Um, and I don't know. I mean, I've never been to Japan. I don't think you go to Japan to go to a comedy club. It, you, like, you know, th like it's, 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 it, there's, it's a huge scene. But like I said, it's like it's very like the dual acts that do well. Right. Like they're like they're hugely famous over there, and so I be I'm gonna be interested to see like just what the the nightlife for that even looks like for him. Mm -hmm. All right, and this and this this brings us to our last guy, Tupac, who, who seems like a wet bread. Yeah, he does. Me. Like and like, wet, like he doesn't seem interested. But like, I I like I will get like benefit of the doubt. He does mention that he all right. Go into the intro of him, and then I'll get okay. into my thing. Tupas comes in. He's actually one of the first vignettes um, for mm -hmm. a newcomer. And I thought he was, like, a taxi driver, an Uber driver, or something like that. No, I knew he was um, a – I thought – I knew he was, like, a personal driver. Okay. I, I thought it was the Uber driver. For, but I thought he was – like, that was his main profession mm -hmm. uh, at the time. And listen, you got to work, you know? You, yeah. you have to make money. Not everyone, you know, can just be, uh, you know, a seven-figure actor. Yeah. right off the bat actor actress but i mean that was a weird vignette in and of itself yeah uh, it really perpetuates a stereotype that old japanese men are just really perverted so so that all happens but tupas comes in and the way that they shot him coming in they shot him from the ground up so you saw his shoes were already off yeah which makes me assume that kai didn't have his shoes off but nobody said anything about it um and same thing with vivi i don't know if oh, they, took their no, shoes they off. had they had their shoes off Okay, all right. Because they do the same for Vivi. Uh, I think they did for the same for everyone. Okay, then I must have watched it really quick. This is what happens when I only watch the episode once, so I feel like I'm, I'm Yeah, I'm I mean, I watched it once at like at, at midnight. Like whenever I sent you the text that I had watched it, I had just right. started watching it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so Tupac comes off actually as like a straight man, as like yeah, he's he really down the middle, does. like he's – He's, you know, very professional, very... Mm -hmm. He's uh, very serious about his job because he's very grateful for the job that he does have. Right, which is what... Um, okay, give me your first impressions. Then I want to get into him being so thankful for his job because I think that's a little, little sketchy. I think he's thankful for his job just because of where he was working before. He was working in a factory. And the, the idea of being able to move to Tokyo to work with a, I don't know how illustrious Lily Frankie is in Japan, but like it was someone clearly a couple of them had recognized. Mm -hmm. So I like just the, the fact that, and maybe it's a better paying job than working in a factory. And the fact that he was chosen in like the, in however he was picked in like a, a show or whatever. Mm -hmm. I think he's very grateful for it. And like, I get, he must be treated very well 
to be very grateful. But uh, when him and Kai are just talking and like, you know, they talk about why they're in Terrace House, I, you can kind of see why Tupas comes off the way that he does is because he, he vocally says, I don't really have a lot of friends my age. And so he, like just hearing that he's clearly has only really been for most of whatever, how long his adult life has been working. Right. He's just been working, so he's very serious. And so he wants to be able to figure out what he wants to do in his life by making friends his own, like at least in his age range, instead of, you know, his employer's friends. So I don't know at what age he started working in the factory. Mm-hmm. I assume since he's working in a factory, it probably wasn't 18 years old. It might yeah. have been beforehand. But he's, he's 22. Only, he's right, 22. that's what I'm saying. He's only 22, and the way that he talks about uh, Lily Frankie is that, like, there was a huge, like, natural disaster, and he pulled him out of, like, you know, that's not what it, No, and, that's like, not what it sounded like. That's, that's, that's exactly what it sounded like. It sounded like he, he pulled him out of a burning building that's threw just, him over his shoulder. Just, like, I think you're, like, 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 grateful for him. That's no, just no, no, how I mean, he sounds. That's just <laughs> how he sounds. I know, which is why you would have thought that, you know, there was a tower collapse, you know, like, yeah. just something was happening, and he, he came to save <laughs> Lily Frankie came like, uh, you know, on a rope, like Tarzan and just like saved him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I just found it really weird. And, and the way that he interacts with his, with his elders, I mean, he's, yeah, he's it's very, a very, it's a very young cast now. And yeah. with the oldest being, how Rio. old is Rio? He's 26. Right. And the, the next oldest is 24. 25. It's 25. Kobayashi's 25. Okay. All right. But either way, they're still, but it's very, like, young. It's still very young. Yes. Right. Exactly. Like, and I like that like, they're close. Yeah. They're all, yeah, they're all really close to age. Right. So we won't have an 18 year old and a 31 year old uh, in a yeah. van driving around the streets of uh, Tokyo. Tokyo. But, but yeah, I don't know. He just, he comes off, like I said, as like a very serious straight guy, but you know, the panelists even got into it and they said exactly what I was thinking was they could see him like the guy who leaves the stove on or just does something so <laughs> Dude, stupid. That bit where they were talking about like how forgetful he could be. I was just like, <laughs> I, he wouldn't still have his job if he left the car unlocked, you right. know, but it's like, it's like, Oh, I burned down Terrace house. <laughs> just like, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I could see that happening it or could. like him, him being like used by Emika. Like my credit card is maxed out. <laughs> I'm so sorry I can't do it anymore yeah um my god can you imagine Emika doing that like she's she's secretly you know hooking up with Rio and then just maxing out two pastas credit card oh, like god. that you automatically win Terrace House if you do that <laughs> you're an awful person but man what a story like she she would queen status right there that yeah. would be that would be insane uh, one other thing that I, I, I kind of want to make a bit, but now that they stopped filming, we don't know how many more episodes we're going to get uh, with new cast members. So, well, we I have timed... this part. We have eight more episodes with what we have right now. Right. In the U.S. Exactly. But so we've got three new cast members and I didn't do this in the other ones. Uh, maybe I'll go back and do it. I don't know. But we made a joke last week or you said it that like, when you come into Terrace House, you're like, hello, my name is John. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm a video editor. How old I'm are you? What's your job? Old. Who do you like to have sex with? Right. So I timed it this time. <laughs> I did. It, it had like, so like here, it typically works like in the, in the beginning when all six come for the first time, 
Right. It happens when they're all sitting down for the first time, all six of them. So it happens generally like ballpark 10 minutes into the episode. Because that's usually when everyone shows up. And then when they're doing individual introductions, they ask, what's your type? So typically when a new person joins, they split off into their genders. Mm -hmm. Unless it's like there's only like the one person at the house. That's the opposite gender. And then they have to do it that way. And right. so, it, so usually it goes, like for Vivi, it was, I'm going to guess, you, I'm assuming you did it for Vivi. Go for it. Yeah, I did it for all three. All three. V, so Vivi, I'm going to say episode time, I'm going to say it happened when they went upstairs into the room. Yes. So I'm going to say that's about, I'm going to say seven minutes. Seven, Ooh. six minutes. Lower, Bob. Oh, really? Four minutes and 37 seconds Ooh, all right. to, to I, get I, to what's your type. I assumed they were downstairs a little bit longer than four minutes. Right. Because they uh, like it was like like when they were talking about Rio was just when they kind of brought it up. Mm-hmm. Well, if you take out her whole English bit and like them talking about Rio, or at least like Hannah confessing her feelings about Rio, like it, that could have happened in like two minutes of the episode. Yeah, yeah she um, did do her great bit. It would have right. happened when they were still all downstairs. Now, the guys were tricky, but I guess because yeah. two guys came in at the same time, it was bound to happen, you know, what, what, what's your type? But I figured since Rio wasn't there yeah. and, like, he didn't get to introduce them to the room and, like, hey, this is yeah. my bed, but you can do whatever. This is how things are done here. Um, I thought that it would take a while, and it did take a while. Um, yeah, it wasn't until the end of the episode, I think. Right. And, and Tupas, who I think has no individual thought in his mind. Like, I think he's just used to, used to what his bosses tell him yeah. to do, so he thinks like that. No, I, he's I agree. Because def- he's very, he defers a lot. Yeah, yeah, he's very in the sense of, he even says senpai, he's very in the sense of senpai, uh, senpai kohai, the, right. uh, the older and then the junior. He's very, like, very respectful, because like, when they was like, what bed do you want? And he's like, oh, the older gets to choose. And like, Kobayashi, like, he starts laughing at that. He's just like, he's, he, he literally says, he starts laughing and goes, and people really say stuff like that? Yeah. And but like, maybe because he's from America, like that's such a weird turn of phrase to hear. He's only three years older than him. Yeah. It's not his father. But, but, it's, <laughs> but it's still like, like in, like in schools, like even people who are just a year older than you, you still have to, kind of, you know, respect them and their opinions and choices. Right. In the sense that's like, they're older, so they should know better. Right. So, like, he was very happy that, you know, Kai took the top bunk because he mm-hmm. wanted the bottom one. And then when they were talking about, you know, who who do you, you know, what's your type, Tupas once again goes, oh, please, uh, please go ahead first, senpai. Right. I think, well, so here's the thing. They both reveal it in that scene, what their types are. They're not asked by the girls uh, yeah. who their type is. But since Kobayashi came first before Tupas, it took him 14 minutes and 27 seconds to get to his type. And mm-hmm. for Tupas, it took nine minutes and 17 seconds. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, obviously, it, it just goes to show uh, that they came in at different times. Yeah. Uh, I think, here's the thing. I'm going to time it again for the next episode because I believe when the three guys are together, they'll talk about it. And they'll ask yeah. Rio, like, hey, what do you think of – you know, Emika and Hannah. Like, yeah, what do they, we need to know? I liked, I don't know if the translation was right or not, but when Kai was like, oh, I kind of like, I like Emika. And the word they used was vibe with. And I was like, 
I was like, this is a good translation. I don't know yeah. if you're right, but I like the phrase here. I like exactly. vibe with over, oh, I'm, I'm into this. Right. No, 100%. I, um, yeah, so I, I think they'll talk about it all over again. Yeah. I've got some predictions going forward, which I probably will be wrong. I'm always wrong with. I think it's going to be a three-way battle for, uh, for Vivi. No. Uh, I, like, don't I don't know. know how loyal Rio is. Because I'm, I'm under the assumption that Rio and Emika are hooking up. I'm, I'm going to assume they're not. Okay. Or they did and then it's over. Right. Because either like Emika wanted Hana to show the crazy. or which she, she succeeded. Which she succeeded. Or she actually doesn't have any more interest in Rio as much anymore. Mm-hmm. And she's just kind of like, oh yeah, he's a basketball player. Here are some of his pictures on his Instagram. Like it wasn't like saved photos she had it was just his instagram right exactly um side note rio's instagram is terrible it's terrible is it uh, he's, uh, he's only got like six pictures on there or whatever so do i yeah but i mean like you know you're not the next steve nash well neither um, is he like <laughs> like rio is uh nine points 12 assists in front of the camera uh for tara's house hey that's just, his big game at least he shows up when the camera's on yeah, I think – I really think they're going to go after Vivi, and I think there's something about – I don't know. Like, I don't think Kai is. I think, older. like, like he was very – like, when they both came down, they were, like – they had a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. Like, they were very giggly and, and, like, bubbly for some reason. And I think that did turn him off a bit. Because, right. like, he kept bringing up – it was like, why you guys like this at 7, 7 at night? Like, or, like, at 10 p.m.? Yeah. And like Emiko is very like a normal functioning human for like the first time I've ever seen her like this. Yeah. She was like, she was the best of the three girls in like this instance where she was like very nice. She was very like, oh, hello, like welcome. Oh, thank you for the wine. And everyone else was kind of like big and loud. And I think, I think I do like, I think Kobayashi isn't lying. I do think he, I think he might pursue Emika. But, you know, it depends if they're actually here to pursue. doesn't seem like Tupas really is. Well, Tupas is, a, is like the love child of, like, Ruka and Armand. Like, he's just there for the ride. So yeah. who knows how long he's going to – except the thing is he has a job already. Like, he's got an yeah. established job, and he's and, in and a better place professionally. He's, he has an established job, and he he's just wants to see what else. Like, he, obviously he doesn't want to be where he is forever, and he wants to use this time to, fit, like, to learn more about, you know, his generation. Yeah, but I, I don't think I, – I wonder if – now, this is what this is what we're going to learn about Emika and the type of guys that she likes under mm-hmm. the assumption that she's not hooking up with Rio. Does she go for Tupas? Because remember, she liked Ruka at first, or at least was linked with Ruka. You yeah. heard about them staying up late and watching movies together. Um, and, and don't tell me there wasn't any – any sort of hooking up there. I'm sure maybe there had to maybe be there had some been, feelings yeah. or something. Maybe it happened, whatever. Um, Tupac could be the same way. You know, he's a mm-hmm. good-looking kid. He's got a job. Uh, she's probably like, hey, considering the guys that have, that have been here, you know, this might yeah. be her guy. So I feel like those two could have the strongest connection. Um, I think Hannah's done for. I mean, like, Hannah, you know, yeah. but, but, you know, if Kai really likes, you know, getting cheap laughs and, like, wants to build his confidence for stage time, Hannah's the girl for him. And I think yeah. just Vivi and Rio could, no. could be some sort of couple. I don't know. I think, I think, you know, this is me going to be perpetuating stereotypes again, 
But Kai being from America, he might just be more upfront with asking someone out in like in terms of the acceleration mm-hmm. of the process. So he like I could easily see him just, you know, next episode or in an episode later asking Amica out. Yeah. And just seeing what happens there as opposed to like before it'd be a lot of sitting around, maybe the women ask the guys, which mm-hmm. is what it was at before. Right. Yeah, that's true. That that could be something. But I agree with you on the Kai part. Um, yeah, I just I don't know. I they get the benefit of the doubt because they're on early on and like it's mm-hmm. still early on in the process. But Tupac's like he just didn't do anything for me, man. He seems like, very nice. boring. But yeah. it's like it's tough because like he's also from the Philippines, mm-hmm. and so you know he's he, granted he moved when he was eight, I think, or something like that. Yeah um brought in cookies yeah brought in cookies as opposed to wine but he's very serious about his job because they were like oh do you not when they offered him wine he was like i'll have a glass tonight for once and they're like oh do you not drink and he's like i have to be ready to drive whenever possible so he's very you know he seems very serious and diligent Mm -hmm. and like he seems like he's i could easily just see him be a wet blanket at least like armand was interesting Here's the problem that I have with Tupas and Rio going forward. Rio, it's obviously mid-season for him, and he's on the road a lot. Mm-hmm. Tupas is virtually on call yeah. for, for his boss, too. Do you think they miscast the two of them together? Like, like I want to see them in the house. Yeah. You know? and, and the problem was, at least with the original six – they didn't have the demands that Rio and Tupac have, but mm. Shohei was just so fucking boring that like they didn't air anything. He was boring on screen. Cause right, like even Yamachan had apologized to Shohei when he left. He, Cause they didn't realize how big of like, how important he was to like the ecosystem of the house. Cause right. like everyone went to him with their problems and he was very good at like helping them, but they never aired that. And Yamachan was even like, I'm very sorry for how I spoke of you. You were very important. And people like, you were an integral part of like, you know, what was needed. Well, but, and like, we said this too. And like, I think we agree, like, I'll get a beer with Shohei. I'll get a beer yeah. with Coyote. But like, they're not good for the show. Yeah. Yeah, I like, I like, I feel like they have to cast based on how they think their personalities affect the current dynamic. But they kind of got dealt a bad hand. Because who knows how far in advance they you know pick who's coming on mm-hmm. and when they find out they're finally gonna you know enter the house because maybe they pick two pots hoping it was like pepe like it like it like hoping pepe would still be there right and then like pepe leaves you know and then you so they're like oh so now we have to pick now here's you know kai not to you know bag on kai but it's like well, now we have to pick a new guy mm-hmm. and you have a dynamic that like of two people who've never, who aren't, weren't in the house before and they're uncomfortable being in the house maybe. And so you're going to have a weird dynamic early on with them because the first scenes you're going to have is these people meeting for the first time in a room that has already been lived in by someone else who's not even there that you haven't even met. So I, I do wonder if that's an issue that, that the timing was just bad for the producers in that sense. I think, I think it would have been really interesting to see 
had had Pepe stood on for like another four episode and the four episodes and they just brought in Kai. Can you imagine yeah. Pepe and Rio who are already boys? Oh man, I think I think Kai that would have been in. I think that would have been a great dynamic. Like I right. think that would have been a lot of fun. They all speak English. They, they definitely would have yeah. been clowning each other. Yeah. Uh, I, like, that would have been insane. I wonder like I wonder if like that was the point too. Or like mm-hmm. not to have Pepe and Rio there for two pos, but have a better funner like an even like like a better energy with the boys right because they really screwed up like the first three boys not right. that not the bash on like shohei or like even ruka or bash on kenny but like they were all you couldn't put two pots with those two. Oh my god no way like as much as i like shohei i don't think like maybe like behind the scenes it would have worked but like i don't think for a tv show like this it would have it wouldn't have worked like yeah. visually as a storytelling thing and I need to stop doing this, but I can't help myself. But like, so, I mean, I follow Pepe along on Instagram and like, he's on, he's associated with some YouTube channel, Teddy Robs, which mm-hmm. doesn't get nearly enough views as I think it should. But with that said, I think you said this too, that Terrace House is not really popular in Japan. No, It's more popular no. outside of Japan. Um, so maybe that's why he's not getting it. In those videos, they all speak English and Pepe is hysterical. Really? And like, he understands colloquial English. Mm-hmm. So there were just terms out there. Like there was one time he was, he just said like, he goes like, Oh, I feel so salty about this. It's just like, <laughs> you, they don't teach that in English school. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So he understands, uh, you know, the, the little things, but yeah, he, he's just so funny. Yeah. He's in another, uh, he, like I was on Reddit like a couple days ago and he was on his girlfriend's YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Who's also half Japanese, half Italian. She speaks Italian. So yeah. it was like, also one completely in Italian doing, I don't really, I wasn't really super paying attention because like I didn't have subtitles on. I was like, Ugh. Right. But it was like uh, questions about yourself. So he's very, he's not camera shy and he's very, you know, he has this charisma about him. He does. That, like was, was why the show was saved because of him. I just wish the producers could have been like, hey, Pepe, you think like, I don't know, we'll give you another 5,000 yen per episode. Like, can you just hang out like yeah. for another month? You know, that, but that he seemed very cool. serious about him, you know, doing his manga. Right. And so it's like, I understand why he needed to leave. Right. All right. I promise this will be the, that, that's the last time I'll bring up Pepe. Unless he you comes know, uh, back on the episode. Oh, yeah. Then then, then that's the whole. The floodgates will open again. Right. Uh, before we get to grades, right? Anything else that stood out to you? Uh, I like that the panelists thought that uh, Lily Frankie was going to show up at the house and flirt with Emika. Because, like, <laughs> That is such a that's such an old Japanese guy thing I could see happening. Just show up and immediately flirt with like the younger Japanese woman. It's right. like it's such an easy thing for me to see. And he was like, "Oh, I might have to watch. Well, maybe I'll show up and visit you." Or maybe uh, yeah. So I thought that was funny. But other than that, this was it was a dull episode mainly because you had three people showing up. No any fault of yeah. anyone. Maybe Hannah's fault, but. No fault on anyone on the show or the producers. It's just kind of what happens when you have three new people enter the house. Right. Uh, yeah. So for, for the, for the new three, you know, for me, they just get C's, you know, they're just at whatever they came yeah. on. There's nothing, nothing we could do about that. I was going to uh, say, yeah, whatever the average score is, like right. maybe VV gets a plus on that just cause I thought the bit was funny. Sure. But like, it's like, you could, doesn't make a difference to me. Right. Uh, I joked about Emika getting an F for using a coaster. Uh, Emika actually carried she this did, episode. Yeah, she yeah, gets she, like a she B. Gets a B. Yeah. yeah, 
she did a lot more than she I think would have done and I wonder because I mean because Hannah gets the F right where let's just go there before I go into Emika Hannah gets a a D Um, I can't give her an F Uh, there had to be more there to to give her an F don't worry I wanted to Uh, but but she gets a D I, I just don't like her humor but the thing is if everyone else in the house is cool with her then you know whatever I don't, you know i'm but sure who knows, but, what i think but, but who, who knows? knows yeah right uh she gets the failing grade for me yeah uh but like yeah she really like maybe she like she clearly wasn't comfortable answering the door for everyone but she kept doing it and like i respect that for being put in a position she clearly didn't want to be in mm-hmm. because she's with an actual child having to deal with that <laughs> Uh, so like, and like she was the, she carried a lot of the conversations that needed to kind of happen to get to where they needed to get to, because she was like the, she was like the, um, uh, the host of a panel. What's that called? The moderator. Right. When everyone's going up, it's like, oh, this and that. She like, she played host very well. And like, she was the best, she was in general, the best part of the episode, I think, just because you know, she she facilitated a lot and got a lot done in terms of getting people comfortable in the house. Yeah, so with that said, um, I, I'm really interested to see uh, the dynamics going forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, now that Pepe is not there anymore, I want to see how the other two seem like they're strong personalities, how I they hope help they Tupas. Get, I hope they get Tupas out of his shell and he's like an interesting personality. That's really what I'm hoping for with these new three. I'm kind of always, in general, uninterested in the relationship stuff. Right. I'm always more interested in the person, you know, person building people tend to do on the show. Unless you're a guy and I'll just be like, no, guy, get the girl, please. Yeah, guy, do whatever you want. Yeah. Um, Take care of the succulent. (laughs) (laughs) While having, like, weird musings. (laughs) Oh, man, he's great. Watch Tupac be actually the most reckless out of all of them. Oh, I hope I hope he's, he's... <laughs> like he's inviting everybody out to like do sake bombs and like yeah. I hope I hope when like... he's like he's off the clock like for Lily Frank he's like oh take the weekend off and he's like cool and he's doing like the Buffalo Bills like table break. <laughs> yeah. oh Bills God. mafia, big into like American football like just whatever is absolutely insane. Watch him have like the most dirtiest jokes and like a tighter five he than did. Kai. They brought it up that he's like, it's like, you, like they, the panel's just like, Lily Frankie seems to mention how like serious he is. And then in the deadpan voice, Tupas goes, oh, maybe I'll see uh, women bathing. They were Which like, is they were, funny if you say that in English. Yeah. Yeah. And he, but he said it in like such a deadpan. He was so, he was so dead serious about that about that happening that it was so funny yeah i'm really hoping tupas is that guy like i want to see some table slamming i want to see i hope he's a wild child man yeah no that'd be insane um i'm counting down till hannah leaves so (laughs) like she she's done bring somebody else in there uh vivi will be interesting yeah Uh, but here's here's my thing to watch out for right so I know that you don't really care about the relationship between mm-hmm. the guys and the gals, but I'm interested to see how Emika reacts to Vivi and their relationship because Emika, you know, kind of pushed away Hannah before and like she had that, that um, you know, that olive branch type lunch with her. But like yeah. 
if if there's another another girl comes into the house that's after her guy and she pushes him away uh, pushes her away like maybe we're starting to learn some things about emika yeah like i said i don't think emika's as interested in rio anymore right but you know who like who knows behind closed doors and all that so it'll be like the dynamic between if they're all going after rio would be is something to watch and look out right. for other than that like two like I want to see, I want to see, here are the things I want to see either in the next couple episodes. I need to see what Kai's stand-up looks like. I need to hear his jokes, see, see what he's working with. Uh, I need to see if Tupas has a personality. Or at least like the other boys helping him, you know, you know, break out of his shell. And I, whatever happens between the three girls and Rio, obviously. But that's like number three, and that's a far back three. I want to see Kai in his quote velvety voice just imitate Chris. Yeah, Rock. they they went like when they were talking about the two new guys, the three girls. They were all about Kai. Yeah, they were like, "Oh, he's so handsome," and it's like, and his voice. And I was like, "Was I supposed to pay attention to his voice?" Right. Yeah, I, I guess that's something that I didn't pick up on. But I just yeah. want to see him on stage, like, doing, like, Chris Rock jokes. Uh, I know, but please, I want – where did he get that vintage Suns jacket? Because I've always – I, like, I love the vintage jackets. Yeah. And I need to know where he got it. Because my grandfather used to have the vintage Dodgers jacket. Mm-hmm. And I was like – and, like, I was like, where is it? Because I want it. Because you're, you're not wearing it anymore. Let me have it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, oh, yeah. I, think- I just realized they'll have something in common because Sun- obviously he must be a Phoenix Suns fan if he has like because it looked beat up. Yeah. That's definitely like his dad or like older brother or cousin or something. Yeah. And like I hope he's a fan of basketball because like I hate pe- like you know I don't get wearing like sports brand like sports teams just because it's vintage you know. Right. Exactly. Especially if you don't know anybody. Yeah. Played. I'm not saying you need to be a diehard fan or like, you know, know who Charles yeah. Barkley is. Yeah, but, the classic know. the classic you see someone in a Joe Joe Bimel Dodger jersey and you go, Oh, it must be Joe Bimel's mom who's at the game. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. But uh yeah, I'm excited for the next few episodes. We need yeah. a better episode than this one. It was you know what, listen, you have to introduce the characters, you have to get it out of the way. You know? Yeah, and when it's like I said, when it's six people it you kind of get dealt the hand you're dealt with. Right. Because any other time a new person has joined it's been one or two and there's been other stuff sprinkled in the episode i thought it was weird they were having them come to the show up to the house so late yeah that was i don't know how late i don't know how late it was but like tupas even says like i'm sorry for coming so late so like yeah. they clearly told him to come late but he still felt bad i would have felt bad too well yeah because you know people sleep like people yeah. have work he doesn't know you know other yeah, people exactly. have work and all that stuff so yeah that's interesting but all right that'll put a bow on this terrace house uh, thursday on the john talks podcast always be sure to like and subscribe you can interact with us too uh, on twitter i'm at john perez underscore and ted is in all one word uberman of steel i'd love to get some scorching hot takes on terrace house because uh I, I would love to just debate people on it yeah my oh i should point my friend to this because he's also a fan of terrace house we we text a bit about it there you go But all right, so be sure to like and subscribe and we will see you next Thursday.